0: New gaming chair here that y'all saw earlier. Actually... I'm sitting in it. It's a Lannister chair. Mm-hmm. It's great. I'm excited. I just wanted the red leather. So, yeah. Smells red the whole do. room. The whole room smells like this awesome leather, and I'm loving it. Like every minute. Of it. What's the new? What's the new <laughs> car smell, dude? It's gonna last for a couple of weeks. Yeah,
1: it's good. Then you're gonna walk in and you're gonna smell your your Coca-Cola and your Cheetos.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 277. I am one of your hosts, Trip Zero. I am here with Felix Hergood.
0: Hey, this is Felix Hergood.
2: Neo Ayoshi. Hello. And Lock and Key. What's going on, everybody? What's up, guys? How you guys doing?
0: Trip Zero. On, doing pretty good. Trip Zero, I just realized something we're going to talk about cyberpunk 2077 and this is episode 277. That's just,
2: I, I actually didn't fucking realize that. Holy shit. We, <laughs> I, we didn't plan that. Didn't plan that at all.
0: That's really um, cool. Totally,
2: totally we're, not smart. we're not smart. Enough we're than not that, that yes. smart. <laughs> <laughs> <To be> honest, <laughs> I didn't even um, know an episode we were on until you said it. I didn't either. Until I looked over and okay, right, thank God just, the title is accurate. Um, but kinda... yeah, I hope <laughs> everyone listening out there had a uh, happy Thanksgiving. If you celebrate it, um, it's always great to get together with family. Um, and probably smaller families this year. I know I didn't go anywhere, just me and the, me and the close family because of, you know, obviously gestures wildly, things that are happening. Do um, you guys have a good week?
0: Yeah, yeah. I had, had capriotis. Had... Oh, I love the Bobby.
2: Yeah, you yeah, yeah, got a mom. Bobby about this long. Oh, the Bobby's incredible. Oh, shit. Yeah, we killed and two Bobbies. Uh... I don't know uh, capriotis or the Bobby. The Bobby is like a Thanksgiving sandwich like the best Thanksgiving sandwich. A lot yes. of us listeners out there are Philadelphia-based, so it's like a better gobbler, if that's a good reference point mm-hmm, for you.
0: Yeah, but the, the gobbler is Wawa, and that no one's heard of that either.
2: Well, that's why I preface <laughs> that by saying the majority of listeners are probably Philadelphia-based, so if you right, need right. a reference point, the Wawa right. gobbler. But yeah, it's, it's mayo
0: problem. and turkey and stuffing and cranberry yeah. all on a mm-hmm. roll, and you would think that would taste nasty, but it's amazing. Oh, it's in heaven. I don't like mm-hmm. mayo really
3: see i don't yeah i get along fine with it
1: (laughs) as you can tell see like i can't do i can't do a lot of it you know like i like i like a thin yeah like like a thin layer so my bread's not
3: dry Mm -hmm. if i'm making like tuna fish i'll i'll do that like i do do like the mayo
2: with the tuna you you don't really fuck with it on sandwiches but like
3: if it's not it's not a topping on a sandwich that i prefer
1: well see that's the problem if someone's treating it like a topping then i'm out Right, like or spread. No, it's, too, mu- it's, it's you know, too
2: much. It's, 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 it's too an much. Essence. It to be an essence
1: sauce.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, do, yeah. I always say light, light, light mayo. Light on. mayo.
1: If I'm at you Wawa, know. yeah, light mayo. They yeah.
2: yeah, mm-hmm. added that to the to the menu. Saved my entire life.
1: Mm-hmm. You guys okay, okay. remember regular oil, extra
0: vinegar, person? I do light
2: both. I do both. I do that. I fucks yeah. with that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: You guys remember buckets, right? No, who's that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, what's, so, what's that so, about?
0: So buckets used to stay at my place, right? And one time I came home and Buckets had a, the mayo jar in his hand. <laughs> he was God, just spooning Christ. mayo. That's no, it's Stop sickening. It right now. It's sickening.
3: Oh, God, Shut I hate it. it. Shut I your mouth. hate that.
2: A spoon with nothing but mayo. Oh. And he
3: would eat it. Oh,
2: that's... <laughs> I don't think you needed to tell us that. To no.
1: with you.
0: Yeah, I know. It explains so anyway. much, but
2: it just, it's every facet of this person. <laughs> just adds up to this incredible tale
3: can i can i take a a moment to sorry i just i wanted i wanted to take a moment to like kind of like self-brag i didn't i didn't i didn't actually tweet about this i felt like that would have been like too like i don't know like oh look what i look what i did this weekend i ended up i couldn't see my family they all canceled we did a big zoom call so like that was fun that was really great but I ended up working in a kitchen, preparing meals for people who needed it over the weekend. Nice, oh, in a work. in a safe fashion, yeah. And because uh, because a lot of people weren't there without family, they couldn't do their because of the coronavirus thing. So um, yeah, we ended up doing that, and it was a really good time. Was it a so city? Spent my night. That's, no, it was uh, out west. I'm not going to say the town. Uh, sure, sure, uh, since okay. we're live. But yeah, it was. It wasn't in the city. No, it was. Uh, it was out of a restaurant that. Um, someone i know has hmm. and we we nice. prepared meals nice. awesome. so yeah
2: and that's feel really good to like to like truly help out you know and you don't have to like mm-hmm. do something major you don't have to have be part of some big gigantic like multi-million dollar like operation but like just making mm-hmm. a change in anyone's life in in a especially in such a meaningful way like that around a holiday that can be so stressful for people that don't have you know, family or food or anything else, especially this year, is making that all like even harder. Mm-hmm. It, just, it feels great and you know that you're like actually helping and affecting change. So that's 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 up, dude. So that you did that.
3: Yeah, it really it really did feel it's it's something I haven't really done before either, but like mm-hmm. it was awesome. Like it was a really great time. I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. 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 It's something that
1: I used to do regularly back in the day. I haven't done it for a long time, but um especially during Christmas time we used to do it a lot. Um
3: mm-hmm.
1: we actually used to go to West Virginia regularly and during um christmas time to to do like build houses and different things for for some rural areas in west virginia which was always oh, super cool um so that's dope nice. it's a good way to spend your time especially now when you like you're already isolated so you might mm-hmm. as well try and safely help other people versus just sitting in the house more right, <laughs> Exa- right. exactly
3: yeah. my thought yeah. that's good that's yeah, good work exactly that's awesome. Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah. Any, anyway, everyone else, everyone else's Thanksgivings are good, and that's good. Yeah.
2: yeah, it was good. Me and the fa- me and the immediate family uh, only, and we have never done that ever my entire life. We've always been at some man's house, some some giant gathering, and it was just like it was different and weird a little bit, but like nice too. Just like a like a like a, back a chill center, back to center kind of moment a little bit, and I was like, this is this is something we never had before, so it's kind of cool.
0: I already yeah, told my like, I already boy, told my immediate I
2: me skip though. Do you guys ever know you guys have Skippo? It's a game, so it's kind of related to the to the podcast here. (laughs) Your goal is to get rid of your pile of cards. So it's got its own like its Mm -hmm. own cards, right? But it's like two through two through twelve. You have to like add up two through twelve on piles, right? You can only like take something from your pile if you can play it on the next numerical card. But between your your actual pile that you have to get down to zero to win, and you have discard piles in your hand, you gotta like make the best like combination of, of plays. Every turn, and it uh, it gets pretty aggressive. It's really fun.
0: Nice. <laughs> I already uh told my family that uh, my immediate family that I won't be hanging out for uh, Christmas.
2: Yeah, we have got a very similar uh, limited it's just, exposure. It's, it's just getting too. Though. It's getting too yeah. hot.
0: Or, hot around here, and uh, uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to infect them. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yes, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what's we have we have a bubble.
1: Like my wife's family lives super close, and we've had a bubble for the past couple of weeks or months um mm-hmm. where everyone's home right for the most part, so yeah. we have a bubble that we stay with, and that's it, and it's just really like six of us um so my mom and doing. dad
0: are in a super remote place, and my par- my sister, who just had her baby super remote place mm-hmm. I'm the only one not in a super remote place
1: <laughs> well yeah you're also you're also like out and about for for your work pretty yeah. regularly so yeah that, you know it's definitely something to consider for sure yeah so it's not um it's not something
0: yeah. that i want to risk so yeah, yeah this no, for, no.
1: for 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 my wife's family they always do seven fishes on christmas eve too and it's always a big to do so this will be the first year that they're not really doing doing that so it'll be different for sure mm-hmm. but it's definitely the definitely the move you know
2: because yep. it's be uh it's not it's not good out there that's for not sure. great I uh, finally got health insurance when uh when going to the new area of my job. So I'm probably going to take a real test for the first time once the holidays are either like, picking up or, or dying down just to know for sure with all this activity. Even though you try to, like, not be out mm-hmm. and about, like, mm-hmm. you can't control everyone, sure. you know, that you come in contact yeah. with. So nope. I'll finally have a peace of mind after, like, a year. <laughs> like, what's going on, dude? I don't know. Do I have it? Am I just uh, hungover? I don't know. Yeah. Mm.
0: Facts. yeah
2: oh yeah <laughs> so what have you guys been up to
1: games, we have been
2: talked for uh for
1: two weeks felix or neo do one of you guys want to go first on what you've been up
0: to go, go ahead neo go
3: ahead i can go first um oh i'll be i don't, I don't have a lot of stuff going on uh i guess you guys know i started a new job so it's actually limited my stream time i actually haven't streamed in like god i got a dm from somebody being like yo where are you at and it's been 17 days and i'm like what 17 di- okay well, that's fine. I've been playing PS5s though. Very fun, very fun console. I beat Demon Souls, and I beat Miles Morales, and those were really fun games. Uh, and now I'm waiting for more games. Um, I don't know what else is there is is to say, else to say about it. Um, past um, everything I already talked about, uh, I've heard pretty good things about Demon Souls overall. Um... The game is visually the best thing I've seen in like a really long time. Like. Like, I know we play on PCs a lot and everything, but like, whatever lighting and texture work that they're doing in that game, hang on sorry, one second, is absolutely insanity. It's absolute insanity, like, how good that game w- looks. And they've retained the feel of the classic Demon's, Demon's Souls game. Like, it's, it is all these locations that I've been to are, like, as I've remembered them. Like, it's, it's fantastic. Um, and I think I've already talked about this last week, but like the major, the one major complaint that I have about the game is like, like connecting with people and like doing the multiplayer thing. It's been like real kind of troubling to like get people. Oh, it's still shitty.
0: Like, it's still not good. Um, They haven't patched it or
3: anything? Uh, I don't know if there's been a patch, but like, I tried to like, I mainlined it again on Saturday this past weekend. And until I beat it, and in, in fact, I beat the final boss, who was, like, real easy. I, it was kind of weird, actually. But for a game that is, like, real challenging. But, um, yeah, I had a lot of weird, like, connection. You get, like, lots of, like, connection failed and trying to summon somebody, and then it, like, doesn't work. Or, like, I don't know. I feel like whenever I drop my stone, I get summoned very easily to somebody's game. And then when the, like, when the reverse happens, it's, like, it's, like, I'm... Just waiting to to find somebody stone to summon into my game to assist me, but um, but yeah, like uh, I played a big chunk of it with Puck, and that was like a lot of fun, like playing in a group with him and his buddy. He like, loves those games. That's his favorite genre. It is. Puck. yeah, I know he's he uh, he says already like deep into like a new game plus. I wanna I wanna I, I'm in the new game plus section of the game now, um, and I'm thinking about playing through it again, but I think I would rather like start over build a new class up and try a different play style like completely like than what i was doing maybe do like a heavy two-handed style like where i'm just like a heavily armored dude and using a big ass weapon or like go like a full magic build and the magic oh man the magic is it's simple but it's like gorgeous when you're firing one of those like blue lights of energy at something the way it, like, lights up the hallway and the sound design that it makes, it's just so fucking good. It is amazing how good it looks. The game's just fun to look at and just, like, be amazed at all the settings and how, like, detailed they've, like, taken it. Like, uh I, I'm, I'm satisfied with the PlayStation 5 so far, but naturally we're waiting for more games, and uh, the next game that we're playing, I will be playing on PC. So, like, that's not even here nor there. As for Miles Morales, like it's more spider-man like if you like spider-man and you like miles like you're gonna have a great time i had a great time with it uh his new set of powers absolutely fun to play with um they took away a lot of the gadgets that peter parker has and they replaced it with like his like electric bioelectric moves and his um he has a stealth move that he can use so now you can uh you can kind of like turn invisible yeah yeah it's pretty cool um so it's more uh, it's more of a stealth game uh, you can still play it however you feel like playing it. Um, they don't really give you the like, like they give you the option. But like, let's say now you have the option when you're in a in a really heated battle, like when you're surrounded by many guys and you need like a second to like get the heat off of you. If you trigger your invisibility, they go, "Oh shit, we lost him. Where would he go?" And you can like reposition yourself and then start you know start attacking who you want on your terms, right? Like that's you can change the course of the battle if you're using that invisibility in that in that way too but story's great like those games are the best spider-man movies that you can play like hands Mm -hmm. down like Mm -hmm. you do those characters amazing justice and it does continue the story of the ps4 spider-man game like the one with peter parker like and you like they they are definitely building a whole a whole long story that they want to tell
0: you feel that you now that you've played this that it wasn't just yeah. a DLC for that game.
3: It's it's the same. It's honestly it's the same thing as Lost Legacy, Uncharted.
0: Oh, okay, so that, it was a big it, DLC.
3: Ultimate. Yeah, like like it's what it was. It was like forty or fifty dollars, and you're playing uh, like another ch- couple chapters of the Spider-Man story, just like as long as Lost Legacy.
0: Uh, like it.
3: if you felt like you got your your money's worth for Lost Legacy, and you enjoyed yourself then there's no reason why this isn't the same case. Like, like, the game is... It's the full game. Like, there is a beginning, middle, and end. You have a f- breadth of suits to unlock, and New York City is there. Miles has his own cast of characters that he interacts with. Like, it's good. Like, cool. it's... Like, I, I love it. I think it's an amazing... I think Insomniac is doing some good shit over there. So you guys, Damn right. you guys keep it up.
1: I think the I think yeah. the argument that people that are critics of it is is if the world, if the map is the same, or if the map could be the same, then they could have just made mm. that a thirty dollar DLC to like make his story playable and make his suits available versus it being a uh, fifty dollar title. Yeah, you
3: know? but, but they did that. They did uh, small additions for the PS4 Spider Man. And those were tiny by all stretches of the imagination. Those were like one or two chapter per DLC. It was like a one or two chapter part continuing the whatever the story was. Yeah, I played. This all was of honestly, it was it was like playing through like a movie, like like the whole beginning, middle, and end. Two Miles is, you know, coming out of Spider Man story. Pretty yeah, much Lost, Lost Legacy
0: was. Lock was more than just a DLC. Like there was so much yeah. to that uh, in terms of like amount of hours that you played it and everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not arguing, like, I don't, I have yeah. no stake, I don't give a fuck, to be honest with you, I'm yeah. just, I'm just saying, For I sure. know that those are, those are the, the critics, the people that are arguing against that are saying that those, wow. like, that, that Miles Morales could have been just a, you know, a, a DLC launch, an actual DLC launch, you know, I mean, I, you know, I think, I, I think it, it, you know, it's, it's gotten amazing reviews, so either way, they're, they're doing, they're doing right by the property, which is, which is the most important thing, but
3: I'm, I mean, it's, it had to have taken me at least ten hours to beat, and I feel like I got my money's worth. So, that for whatever part. kind of DLC that you want to call it, like it's it's a good it's a good game. Like the game plays mm. amazingly. No no bugs except for spiders, um, and uh, it's good. It's just a really good uh, it's fun time. I recommend it if you mm, if you nice. like Spider Man. Dope, dude. Um, other than that, that's all I got. Uh, yeah, that's all I've been playing. That's it. Felix. You got. I was going to say you
2: got your eyes on any other PS5 games coming out because we don't really have that many the other like new like no. real game is like Immortals Phoenix Rising which I think comes out tomorrow the third
3: but I would probably that's like a yeah the like third. PlayStation 5 is my uh, exclusive machine at this point also mm. my 4k dvd blu-ray player in my living room right like it's it's a now a 4k gaming machine in, in that i can use um i was thinking about getting godfall but i watched a lot of reviews on it and it does not look great people fucking everything i see on it i don't know yeah, yeah, things. i watched a few
1: streams of it and it looked it looked intriguing to me to be honest S-
3: skill up go i would watch skill up's video on it uh he's a reviewer i tend to see eye to eye with a lot so i hate I, that guy well, like, like, like his stuff you yeah, hate I'll, that guy. Yeah, I just I'll, uh,
0: dislike that guy.
1: I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to buy it either way, because um, I don't have the time for it. Um, but it, it, I, the little that I watched, and I watched a Destiny streamer play it for for a while. I appreciated the movement and the fluidity of the character in what I saw. It was very um, Warframe esque.
2: Um, very very Warframe. I was watching Co Carnage mm-hmm. play it. Very worth yeah. now
1: now that's I haven't read a single thing. I haven't listened to any reviews. I am only strictly going off of the little bit of gameplay that I watch. So um it could be a steaming yeah. pile of shit for all I know. But it looked intriguing.
3: Skill up goes into detail about how he goes into detail about the flaws of combat. Like like about like the iframe dodging and how the indicators on where attacks are coming from don't work, and how you like take damage and it kind of, like, makes you stagger, and, and recovery is, like, awful. Like, he goes, he goes into a bunch of details about that. I'm just talking at it. I'm just putting words in his mouth right now, but, like, I would, I would definitely watch his review. He does Got talk it. in detail about how combat does feel. Um, as for upcoming PlayStation 5 games, I, if, if the girlfriend wants to play Sackboy, a big adventure with me, I will get that game. I don't... That is a game that I wouldn't want to play alone just because, like, it seems like a fun, like, party game um other than that like i'm looking at the list of upcoming games like a lot of these games are things i would play on pc anyway right um if they do come out like i'm ready for god of war 2 uh horizon 2 i'm i I'm definitely going to play like those are games i will most definitely play on playstation 5 because i have to so
2: yeah i mean the most excited uh game that I, the most the game i was most excited for words uh during some of those announcements was kina bridge of spirits and i I think i just heard that Keena's coming to the epic game store on pc so i can just keep saving my money even further correct
3: yeah mm-hmm. other than that i did lock i did get a really cool mechanical keyboard and i'm mm-hmm. real excited about it love it oh, look at, this. Look at it. this you guys it's it's so know, oh, um, the lighting's gonna suck for it but it's it's so tiny it's a 60 percent keyboard it's so small, and it's you can't it. see the lighting because it, the camera can't pick it up. But it's gorgeous. It's ready for Very Cyberpunk. Nice. Yes. All I love all well. You've been liking it. I have. I haven't played any games though, which is unfortunate. Oh, so no, I don't sure. know how it is. For gaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. But I want to. I'm ready. I'm ready to do some gaming on it.
0: Uh, Felix, what's up? Seventeen days, huh? Seventeen days since Seven? you streamed. Six months, pal. Nice Six months right here. Six months, know, so and my work just announced that it's actually going to be opening earlier. So, even less streaming for Felix, because <laughs> more <laughs> earlier shifts means less streaming for Felix. Anyone who knows me, who watched my streams on a regular basis, will know that I fall asleep when I do night streams, and barely any people come in and visit me when I do night streams. So I I can't do night streams, and I can't do morning streams because of work. That's the way it goes. I'm fine with that. I'm not bitter. What have I been up to? I got this new gaming chair here that you all saw earlier. I'm sitting in it. It's a Lannister chair. Mm -hmm. It's great. I'm excited. I just wanted the red leather. Yeah. Smells. the The whole room smells like this awesome leather, and I'm loving it. Like, every minute of it.
1: It's the new (laughs) new car smell, dude. It's going to last for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's good. Then you're going to walk in, and you're going to smell your your Coca-Cola and your
0: Cheetos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Getting started. Um, What have I been doing? I told you I was going to give you an update on um, a couple of features that I didn't get a chance to try on the Xbox Series X. Mm -hmm. Namely, I have been utilizing my Xbox Series X's power. To play a game from 2010. <laughs> and for the first time ever, I did the rubber band your controller so that, so that it'll stay going um, for 24 hours. Over 24 hours in Mafia 2 so that I could get a trophy. <laughs> so so I, I'm a child. I'm still a kid. Uh, that's that's pretty what, much what end.
1: trophy makes you play for 24 Dude, hours. So yes.
0: you have to drive a car, multiple cars, any car, amount of cars. It can be one car, it can be 70 cars. You got to drive a car or a total of a thousand miles. Now, just to fr- as a frame of reference, you only get per hour 30 miles when you drive in that game. That's all you get, 30 miles right. per hour. So basically, there's and here's the dickheads that they are. They, they put this fucking, like back in 2010, this is the mentality of 2010, they put this fucking trophy in there and they say to each other, no way these motherfuckers are going to do this. And the one guy, there's one developer in the back room and he says- Never underestimate gamers. He says, never underestimate gamers, but here's what we should do. Let's glitch like one of the storefronts in the entire map so that somebody could figure it out where they drive through and the car just falls through the map and adds miles to the counter. What do you think about that? Let's do that. <laughs> and that's what they did. And some asshole figured it, figured it out. He drove the car through a storefront and fell through the map. And it added miles to his car. And he figured out how to glitch it. And I read it online in a forum fucking ten years later. <laughs> and decided that I was going to do it too. On my brand new Xbox Series X.
1: <laughs> that's great, man.
0: It was cool. I just let it run for 24 hours. The guy in the forum, the guy in the forum, like, when, he, when he's giving you directions on how to do it, he's goes, I warn you, you got to, you know, do this thing where you, like, save it every couple of minutes. It's evidently, because, remember, Mafia games don't have fucking manual save. So someone right, even right. figured out how how to game that in a Mafia game. You go into the options. You go to the uh, subtitles. You turn them on and off, and it saves the game. <laughs> It's crazy. Wow. Like, f- people figured out all kinds of crazy shit. But I'm reading this forum and the guy says, I warn you, you got to go in and do the, the save thing periodically because this game's so unstable on these consoles that it crashes. I'm like saying to myself, I'm like, he doesn't have a fucking Xbox Series X in fucking 2020. <laughs> so I go and fucking let that shit run for 20, over 24 hours straight. Nothing happened. It was great. It stayed stable the whole time. Never lost anything. Got my trophy. Got my trophy. I did it. Good for you, man. That's Absolutely it. That's all, that's all I'm doing in, you know, in this crazy COVID time, you know. That's how I'm keeping myself sane. <laughs> doing that. By um, not
1: by not playing video games. By right. not playing modern right. video games. Like I have so, yeah, I mean, you didn't I
0: mean you I didn't have play Valhalla. it either if you rubber banded your controller to drive all night. I, I, well, I <laughs> No, you have to understand. Like I, have gotten all the trophies for the main game. This is a I DLC I'm trophy. With you. This know. is a I'm DLC sure. trophy. This isn't even one that I necessarily even needed to get.
2: It Why sounds the... like one you would just get naturally by playing the game. That's, no, that's what
0: it sounds like. No, those fucking dickheads were strategic. Oh, here you go. You Dude, this DLC <laughs> by the so end wrong. of the DLC. Yo, by by the end of the DLC, which I'm about ready to finish. Sorry, mm-hmm. a guy said that he ended it. With only 175 miles driven, (laughs) how many do you have to have? Ten times that, a thousand. -hmm. thousand So you have to drive around for another like playing all the missions over again ten times. They're dicks. It's great though. Whatever, I did it. I had fun. It's good. I'm getting them all. Can you
1: still see the percent of people that have completed the trophy? Do they still show? Oh, of course,
0: of course. How many?
1: What was the percentage for that? Do you know?
0: Uh, Probably not a lot, but I I don't know. I don't know off the top of mm. my head, but it's said, get, I'll it said get back just to you Felix Hergood right. It's it under the trophy. Only Felix Hergood. Uh, that's not true because there's all these people. There's like four ve- versions of the Mafia Two of, of Mafia Two. They released it four times. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know. I'm on the fourth version of it. I didn't even know. And and not once have they patched this glitch. So I know it was there on purpose. Like they came out with the game that many times, and then not once they decided to patch this known glitch where somebody drives a car through a wall. And into into the nothing of the map? Like, it makes no sense. But it has to be there for a reason. Anyway, aside from that, I'm just waiting for the new... Uh, well, the new DLC for Fallout came out, and we're all mm. pretty much unimpressed with that. But um, Brotherhood of Steel. Steel Dawn. Like, it doesn't really... Yeah. There's more to it. It's the part one of a two-parter that eventually is going to be released. Now, the, we're not complaining, because it's release-free to all players. No one's complaining in the community because it's free content, but it's only one half of a two-part story. So my friend Splorens finished it uh, yesterday, last night, and when he got to the end, he was like, "Oh, that's it." And I said, "Well, I think there's a part two coming." He's like, "Wait, they only released half?" And I'm like, "Yeah, this is like part one of two parts, and at some point you are not. They're you're not mad. You're, you're just disappointed." No, we're just like, why not just release them together? But I guess that's like how companies get you. Like they release. Welcome to um, games as a service. Yeah, bro. games mm-hmm. as a service. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But he also was like, okay, they also didn't really give us any end game currency, new new currency, new content. You know, like there's really. It's actually a good thing. Like
1: the the idea of needing new currency as a means of new oh, content yeah, yeah. is fucking yeah. awful. Yeah. That's well, how you end up with the destiny problem, which is 75 different fucking currencies, currencies yeah. to manage. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Well, we we did get one last time and it was fun because uh so you get this end game currency called gold bullion and you can buy plans from another new shop that they they added in the game. Right. Um I you know, to be honest with you, I haven't checked to see if they added I won't be able to check until I'm post game, but once on post-game, I'm post game, I'm going to check that shop to see if they added New plans, mm. new gun plans. I personally, the gun plans that they put in there for the last DLC, I didn't like them. Like, I don't really care about them, right? I'm, I'm looking for, me, I want a bow. I want a bow plan, like an end game bow. Mm. That's what I'm looking for. Um, Hell yeah. I love a good bow. That, because, Locke, to familiarize yourself with this, the end game of Fallout is exactly like the, uh, uh, Destiny was at one point. So, mm. you basically get a plan that allows you to build um, a weapon with. Like an extra element in it, and that extra element is something that you pay for with the in-game currency. And when you buy that, it adds a new roll on the gun. So essentially, you're not re-rolling the same gun; you're creating a gun with a new roll. Basically, right, right, right. So, gotcha. so you, you, the end game of Fallout is very similar to Destiny. You just grind to see if you can get a better roll, a better gun mm-hmm. build um, yeah, each yeah. time with the same plan that you learned once. So you learn the plan. <clears throat> But the, the three plans they're offering Endgame in the store. one's for like a pistol that I don't care about, a rifle I don't care about, and a shotgun I don't care about. So it's like one of these things where I'm waiting for them, you know, to offer a plan for a gun style a that gun, I use gun that for my look, build, right? right? So Makes that's sense. basically basically what we're waiting for. And then that's the pretty other good though that they
1: that they do it that way though, because that took Destiny years to right. realize. Right, It's that, relatively like, new. There's blue, so blueprints and, so
0: many you know, cues that that Bethesda is taking from Destiny's development development. man. Well, they should it's because I mean, Disney struggled
1: for years. You yeah. Know? Um,
0: right? mm-hmm. The other thing that they did recently, and this is for like the build community, the people who really like to like pour into like creating really clever like fallout places. They last week or the week before that they offered the ability to everyone got a, 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 an item that's like a, a vault hatch. And when you go into it, it loads into a, your own private concealed room it was called the vault utility room and you can build in it so you can just build this like little underground bunker and this week they Not released remote. yeah it's it's really cool for people who want to build this guy made this crazy one where he has like up on land like a, n- a normal like little campsite right and then you go in and it's a tortured dungeon that's run by aliens <laughs> Because there's this little figure you can get in the store that was like an alien stuffed animal sitting. And he turned that into like they're the overlords. And there's all these like cells because they released like cells that you could build and shit. There's all these cells with like bloody bodies, like all kinds of shit. And when you're up on top, it just looks like a normal campsite with like a tent and like people had been cooking marshmallows or whatever. So people have been getting clever with that. So then yesterday they released a couple of things for 1800 atoms, which is would be currency that you can earn or buy in the game. They released a a giant vault door that enters into this huge vault atrium with a very high ceilings, multiple floors that you can build. And then for free to all Fallout first members, a separate one. That's like a, it's just like a, a lobby. It's called the vault lobby. It's like a small, but basically here's what you can do. You can Daisy chain these. So each one of them, you can have one be the main entrance, then another one links to the other one, which links to the other one. So you can create like a really elaborate underground vault now in the game if you're somebody that wants to put the kind of effort out. Me, yeah, I'm that's not. Cool. Yeah, I'm not really into it. All that I care about is doing the end game stuff and getting new weapons and shooting shit. So yeah, if I had a game shit. like
2: Fallout uh, seventy six, I was playing, I would play it like like No Man's Sky or something where I would just just find a place and build
0: right so this content would be for a player like yourself like because because that's what it is you just to me i think the build tools are still too rigid i mean they're way they were way better in fallout 4 Mm -hmm. i I just have a lot of problems with but i know why they're doing it because it's an online game and like maybe they have to cut corners on that kind of shit but that's pretty much it we're waiting for um on the 15th i'm actually communicating regularly with Jeff Gardner, who's the head of uh, development, and fucking Pete Hines, on a regular basis, me and, I tweet at Meet Jeff and Pete are having a they conversation. They fucking man. respond to me all the goddamn time. Maybe it's because they see him on a podcast <laughs> and they think I'm going to speak positively about the game, which I am. But they they always retweet. I, it would not be hilarious if they're listening to the podcast this whole time. <laughs> it would be that would be awesome. Um. So guys, <laughs> that's why that they if, if, if like communication. But anyway, but um. Uh yeah, so uh, they're supposed to on the fifteenth release um, a patch that's going to be like the new season play, basically, like a new. The, the, it's nice. a game. It's a game board, kind of like the books in Destiny that you do where you fill out all the, you know, parts of the book. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. Is that, is that what it's called? What's it called now? The thing with the checklist that you follow to unlock stuff. Oh, Quests, Moments Quests. of Triumph. Is that what it is? Is that still a talking part about the, of the, talking about the
1: year, yearly thing where you do like a bunch of different. Yeah. Things yeah. 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 It's like that moments of triumph.
0: Yep. No, but how does the seasonal play out? I mean, I guess this is a good segue. There's no, I mean,
1: it, I don't want to go into destiny yet because we, we won't get out of it. Oh, I'm, I'm so, done. I'm, so, I'm yeah. Done. So the, but the moments of triumph is very different than like seasonal activity. Moments of triumph is very much like checklist complete, like these activities for this. And that's for a versus,
0: year. That's for a year, or that's
1: for... Right. Well, Moments of Triumph is like celebrating the year of destiny. Okay. Versus so when, like a when, season of content is different. This, it's
0: just... When you do the season of play, are there, there, there's a place you go to reference your progress, right? No. No, not at all? Well, it depends on what... Yeah, what I guess nerd. it depends on
1: what... Yeah, but no, I mean, it's just... If, you just
0: progress through a story. In Fallout... They, they drip, I cl- drip feed content. Oh, in Fallout, I... Um... I basically click a button to see, like, a map of what I've unlocked, basically, for that season. That's how it works.
2: Yeah, there's not a direct parallel, I think, to what you're experiencing. Okay,
0: cool, cool. Yeah. I was just wondering. But, yeah, um, that, that comes out on uh, December 15th, so I'm excited nice. about that. Nice. That's good. It, it just brings a lot back into the game, like it is with any other uh, uh, game as a service, game online. Like, it just need to bring, bring it back. brings more into the game and makes me want to play it more. So Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the, that's the back goal. In. That's the grind, bro. That's the design goal for sure. That's dope. Mm. I'm glad you're still enjoying it. Yeah, man. Unleash it, guys. Uh, let, me hit a few thing. let me hit a few things before we expand upon Destiny and give Trip some, some space because he'll talk a little bit more than I will about it. Um, so two quick things before I hit the, the other game that I've been playing is um, I did get invited to Amazon Luna, um, which was... Uh, yeah, we, we talked too. about we previously. We
0: talked about that.
1: Yeah, I decided not to sign up for it because I did not
0: want me too, to pay me too. I did
1: not want to pay for it. Um I expected Yeah, yeah, me same. I expected to just get early access. Um, but they had paid tiers.
2: Mm, um so was, yeah. like, as
1: soon as I saw the paid tiers, I was like, No, thank you. So I did not sign up for that. I, I only mentioned it because <laughs> I did say that I would follow up if I did get invited. So um so why, who knows how good it's gonna be, but this guy won't find out. Um old Jeff and, Bezos. Uh I did start messing around with GeForce Now on iOS, um, which I'll expand a little bit more next week when I get to mess around with it. But my initial experience with it was pretty great. You can go to the GeForce Now website, um, add essentially a fake app to your home screen by like sharing the web browser to your home screen, which is the workaround for the you know, Apple App Store limitations. Link it to Steam, and you just choose any game from your steam library you sign in it creates a session for you and then you are now just playing your games over the internet on your iphone um so i booted up destiny i plugged i paired my ps4 controller to my iphone and i played destiny on my iphone um all over the internet which was pretty crazy pc Um, destiny on your iphone pc destiny on my iphone yep i landed on the tower i picked up bounties i landed on europa I started started, you know, I didn't get into any like significant action, so I can't say how well performance would be, but just like basic menu systems and landing and driving was all perfectly fine. Um, so if you're not playing a game like that, if you're playing maybe like an older title, I would expect you to have no problems at all, um, given what I just saw. But Destiny with like the, you know, the the. It being, one, a graphical extensive game, and then, two, that there's infrastructure around, you know, other players. We'll see how it turns out. But um, I wanted to throw that in because it's a, it's pretty huge for, for gaming, especially with xCloud happening as well.
3: Um, the best is that it works with your existing library, too. Like, correct. Games that you already have in your possession, you can just boot up and play. Like, that is a huge step above Stadia, considering they ask you to pay a entry fee and then their games mm-hmm. like right. that is it's pretty big yeah so the
1: so essentially what what it is is you can either get a free one which is an hour limit per game mm. or you do have to pay um but so i just did the free right because i just wanted to test it and we'll see and if it's something that i end up regularly doing which i probably won't um enough to pay for it but um they do offer tiers, and I think, like, the top tier is unlimited playing, right? Because they have to pay for their infrastructure somehow, right? They, they can't do, just yeah. let you stream, stream your games for free over their infrastructure. But to your point, though, Neo, still huge that you're not buying the game again. Like, when I linked it to Steam, my entire library was there, and I could click on any game and just hit play, which is, which is huge. Um... So even if you were just trying to do it like on the go, like, Hey, I got a free hour in between work. Let me just boot up my save file of X and keep playing it for free for
2: lunch breaks. Perfect for lunch breaks.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, depending on the game and depending on your your connectivity, you can do it literally anywhere. So, you know, the free aspect definitely works. But if you're trying to use this as your platform, um, then you, you know you would have to pay. And I don't remember what the the price tiers were. Um, yeah,
2: I don't I don't remember specifically either when what they uh, charged when they came out of beta because I was in their GeForce Now beta, um, and that was free if you were invited. But once right. they like said, "Hey, we're going into like actual release." we're going to start charging for this and uh, we'll give you guys like a discounted, you know, amount for doing the beta, but like you got to buy in. And I was like, eh, I'm okay. It was cool. Well, I did it. I, uh, I, right. I, I, I used it. Um, remember before Gambit came out, it was like the summer of 2018 before that September. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they did like the free Gambit weekends. I played Gambit at, uh, like a fantasy football weekend up in the Poconos. Just to like, really, just to, like test it out. And just like you said, it was, it was like near flawless. But I like that you can do it on the phone. That's something that I've never, never tested. The phone would be such a huge play, especially with the ability now to pair controllers to your phone mm-hmm. and just have this portable, like portable and actual, you know, tactile way to play the game. It just it's, it's it's the future is wild. So Yeah, very, I just I cool. just
1: put my PS4 into pairing mode, went into Bluetooth in my settings, and it literally said PS4 DualShock in my Bluetooth, and I just paired That's it. Amazing. And it literally started working instantaneously. Sure, that is cool.
0: Yeah. I I did the same thing with the Xbox Series X but I did mm. c- couldn't find a controller to pair. But I was able to start a game. Nice. I, I was able yeah, to start. Yeah, it. I
1: couldn't I couldn't use my Xbox because coincidentally the original Elite controller is not Bluetooth. It uses the proprietary oh. connection. So only Elite mm. this second iteration of the Elite controller. So I actually don't have an Xbox controller that's Bluetooth. So I needed to use the ps4 but any any blue i think at this point any bluetooth controller ios supports at this point so if you have a bluetooth gamepad it would work and you can do touch controls for a game like destiny it would not work because there's way too much happening but yeah there is there is like you can hit the touch screen option and then it brings up on your screen you know the two thumbsticks and then all the different controls like you're probably used to so if you're you can map
2: out kind of whatever you want exactly so if
1: you're playing something like uh, half-life for example, Half-Life, you could probably do that with. You could probably use a yeah. touch if you wanted to. But um, you know, some, some new, newer games are going to struggle without having a dedicated gamepad.
0: This may have changed, Locke, but with iOS, I, was always, I wasn't able to pair two Xbox controllers. I was able to pair an Xbox controller and a PlayStation controller, but not two of either. I'm not sure. Which was really weird. That is weird. But that's how I was able to play two-player games. Um, when I was, I was live streaming from, um, my iOS device one day. Right, right. We were, we were doing couch co-op and I, I was only able to pair an Xbox and a PlayStation controller successfully. Mm. It just kept finding when I was trying to do the second Xbox controller, it just kept finding only the one, like it couldn't find the second one. The second one. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure. It's a good
1: question, a lot changed with iOS 14 or with, with the latest iOS iteration too. So so that could have it could have been fixed um yeah. but yeah definitely more to come cuz i'm definitely going to mess around with it a little bit more um cuz it's de- it it has potential for sure um and then before we hit destiny yes the only other game that i've played besides beyond light um is uh i've dabbled with valhalla um, what do you think- to you guys which i mentioned to you guys in the pre-show is technically my first assassins creed game
0: um i just i find that crazy man that, that so many have released and you never played one. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, you know, it, it was kind of one of those things where like the the original trilogy never grabbed me for whatever reason, and then it, you did it just, play them just... and
0: just didn't like it, or you no just, the theme. No,
1: I just I just like what year did Assassin's Creed One come out? Do we do we know? Oh, oh god, oh, that seven. was like oh, seven. See, I was gonna say like
2: seven or eight. Yeah,
1: right. So like, I'm I'm in I'm in the middle of like competing in Halo. I can give a fuck less about Assassin's Creed. You know what I mean? So that's probably why. <laughs> and then like fast forward like three games have come out i'm not going to play all three then another one comes out and it's just like it's 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 over for me right in the franchise right. you know what i mean and then like mm-hmm. the origin reset happened and like origin really interests me and i just never pulled the trigger every steam sale i look at it and i just never buy it and the same thing with odyssey interests me every steam sale i look at it never buy it but valhalla has a theme that really resonates with me a theme that i love which is norse mythology and all things viking right i consume a lot of viking media in terms of tvs and movies and books um so for that purpose alone i wanted to play the game it could have been anything and i would have probably played it but it just happens to be an assassin's creed game um so i've played um a decent amount um got through obviously the beginning tutorial aspect of it and then um unlocked the first few areas um and it initially plays very much like a um Vikings TV show like you start off as a child and they give you a background that's ripped like it could be an episode of TV right um the the one thing that that kind of sucks is it's the first game that has shown that my PC is getting old because <laughs> I could not I could not play it um on its high fidelity settings oh, if wow. i wanted to play at 60 fps um mm. so i had to i had to bump down the graphics um not so much so that like i didn't like looking at it but like noticeable so i can't see truly how gorgeous the game is because i'm not i'm not able to play at the resolutions that i'm usually used to um if i want to keep 60 frames per second which i, I i'm not going to play under 60 fps at this point so um i had to kind of like go in and really mess with the settings to get to a stable 60, which is unfortunate, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, if you, if you have any interest in like that theme as a whole, you should absolutely pick this up. Um, and then if you're already a fan of Assassin's Creed, then there's no reason for you to not play this. Uh, combat is, is great. Um, it, I played it actually keyboard and mouse. I didn't play with a controller, which I know most people play Assassin's Creed games with a controller, but I just decided to try it with a with a keyboard and mouse and it still felt really good. Um, and there's a lot of really cool abilities that you get to do. Um, I haven't learned a lot about the main character to know more about him and how he fits into the mythology. Um, you the mythology. choose between a
0: woman or a man,
1: right? You do get to choose between a woman or a man. Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I chose... Um, a man because I read a lot of negative things about the, um, voice acting for the, the female. Oh, um, and that could all be just like misogyny, but I chose the male. Um, anyway,
3: apparently Um, you can switch on the fly. You can between the man or the woman. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. can, I have
1: not yet, but, uh, that's a good point Neil. Um, so you have this really cool ability where you, um, which is, which is very much like, um, ripped out of Norse mythology is you can, you essentially go into a crow, and then you can get like a bird's eye view of a map, and you can fly around as a crow is like one of your abilities, um, or a raven maybe, um, which is which is really cool for when you're trying to overtake like you know a um, an enemy base essentially. Um, yeah, I think that's
0: inherited from the last two games. That's definitely a that would make sense. The
1: last two. That would make sense, Um, which was which was really cool. And then the um, the the rowing and boat aspect of it is is really cool. Um, So like after you beat the first encampment and you essentially free your your crew from being um, imprisoned, you then hop on your boat and then you get to like essentially sail around wherever you want, landing on different enemy islands or places and, and things like that um and the 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 boat aspect of it is is incredible like it like in terms of how it feels how you maneuver um how easy it is to fuck it up and like not actually be rowing and like maneuvering you have to pay attention to which way the wind is blowing for your sail so you can catch speed um there's like a lot that goes into um like actually maneuvering the boat and making sure that you're like you know, doing it the correct way, which is, which is really cool. It's a level,
0: it's a level grind again. Um, like you have a a number one, then go to two, three, four, five. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And you unlock, yeah, you
0: unlock stuff. Um, but do you think you played far enough to know if that grind is going to be a grind grind?
1: No, I mean, like I played, like I said, I beat the initial tutorial. I beat the first encampment, beat the second encampment. Um and was about to start the next series of the story missions, um and then I I jumped into Beyond Light and haven't gone back, um cool. just because I've been trying to keep up with the Destiny grind, which we'll go into a little bit more. But, um the story is super intriguing, right? The story is is your your normal Viking like X person has done my family wrong and my character is on a warpath vengeance to you know reclaim my family's honor. We right? love that. Um, which is you know it's just it, it's it's what most viking tv shows or you know material is based off of but like i said the intro like when you play as a child before it fast forward and you get that first intro scene it is very much like you're watching an episode of tv um and i was very much engrossed in in it um and enjoyed it thoroughly that's great um and I think if you know, you would probably pick it apart very differently than I would, Felix, because you would be picking out the mechanics and the way that your player mm-hmm. progresses and things like that. Like, I have no basis of uh, of that. Like, oh this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's you you would be able to to kind of dissect where they've, where maybe they've moved the needle a little bit, or where they're doing some things the same, which would be good for me to know too. You know, so I'm excited for you for you to dig into it, but. Um, it's, it's definitely, um, I was a little nervous about it at first cause I didn't know if it would actually hook me and make me want to go back to it. But once the destiny grind slows down and I'm not, you know, playing as much destiny, I'm, I'm definitely going to dive back in. So I'll definitely talk about it a little bit more once I have more to share. But, um, my initial review is, is if you have any interest at all to, to Viking mythology, And if you're a fan of Assassin's Creed, it's a no-brainer. You should pick it up. If you don't have the money, definitely wait for a sale, but you should not be second-guessing purchasing the game. Um, That's for sure.
0: Speaking of sales, uh, this is Assassin's Creed related. Uh, Did I tell you guys that I... I think I might have told Trip Zero. Did I tell you guys that I bought uh, for $50, like, most of the previous Assassin's Creed games before Valhalla? You did. I think you mentioned it. I I don't think I told Locke, but I ended up buying, like... Uh, because of the, the Game Pass pricing, um, Black Flag to Odyssey, all those mm-hmm. games for 50 bucks, which is an amazing welcome, deal. Yeah. Welcome to a Steam sale, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. yeah, That, is, that is a Steam every, sale. Every, Pretty every, insane, Every
1: yeah. time, literally, because they're on my wish list, every time a Steam sale comes around, they're like, yo, bro, do you want to buy? You want to buy Origins for $19? And I'm like, I do, but like, Am I gonna play it? (laughs) Right. No, I'm probably not. So I don't. But then you, when you click on it, then you can see like buy the entire Assassin's Creed collection for seventy dollars, and it's literally every Mm -hmm. game, not just like Black Flag on. Like every game that exists on PC, you can get the entire game for like seventy dollars, and I'm like, at at one point. Yeah. what a
3: deal i bought the, deal. the entire <laughs> id collection for like 60 or 70 dollars the entire like like a valve collection was like it's always like 70 or 80 dollars so i got yeah. that at one point mm-hmm. yeah, same here my, oh my i did S- that t- yeah i think Star <laughs> wars
2: collection <laughs> it's an
1: all the collection yeah. good lord it's mm-hmm. impossible they they, they they do it because yeah. they know we can't help ourselves we right. look at it and we're like if there's that many games oh obviously like am i gonna play I the every single one of them. no I bought the valve collection. I've played three games out of it. Yeah. If that
2: I've played just, one for like, I need, you know, an hour, but I needed maybe. my steam library. I
1: needed to have a steam library, you know, my steam mm-hmm. library without that collection would look a little light. So yeah, I need yes, that. hundred so percent. Um, but yeah, I, I'm interested to hear more about what you think about it. Um, Felix, um, so I'm, I'm I'm excited to have a discussion with you once you once you dive in.
0: I'm going to play it um, soon. I haven't figured out when. I'm still working on all the Mafia games. It's probably going to happen right
1: after that. You're good. I like I said. I right now I'm I'm so engrossed in Destiny right now, and and we'll explain a little bit more in a second. That I'm I, I probably won't put it up for a little while. But I'm like I said, I'm definitely going to go back to it, and I plan on finishing it. So um, cool. whenever you're ready to talk about it, I'm sure I'll have played it. Hopefully more at that point. Yeah, but yeah outside of that um we've been doing destiny too so i'll let i'll let trip rip it for a little bit because he's you know it's been his staple for for a while um so i'll let him rip and i'll, I'll chime in from there
2: yeah well uh we chatted a little bit about beyond light as an expansion before the raid came out um and i pretty much said that if you know if you like destiny it's more destiny if you don't like destiny it's not going to change your mind um i don't think anything has changed now that we have the raid and the first week of the the hunt stuff um i do like what they're doing with the season uh it, it seems like they're they're becoming better at telling a story and they're creating this more like episodic kind of of content where you get small little chunks every little bit almost like episodes in a season of your favorite tv show and they're doing that really really well um they're doing that with a mix of you know in-game action and cutscenes and uh and lore stories that they specifically will tweet out so you can fill in the blanks instead of having to go search for them so they're using all of their storytelling mediums uh in, in the game as well to tell one big story and it's it's going really well i mean from someone that loved the story uh from from 2014 at least it's it's really refreshing to have you know engaging moments that are happening uh week by week in the game but also like having a section in the menu to go and literally read a book you know like i can read a book about some european explorer who first went there before all the guardian shit happened. just like i like that kind of world building and it's in the game now which is great so they've been doing more and more with that and it's kind of refreshing um but on what was the exact date it was the 21st yeah the 21st uh, of November was the Deepstone Crypts release and this was the most recent newest raid in Destiny 2. If you don't know what raids are, raids are like uh the pinnacle of the PvE experience where you need six people to work together not just to shoot a lot of enemies together or or a big boss together, but there's a lot of mechanics involved where you have to do certain actions while you're shooting the things. You have to, you know, solve puzzles and and Claim area and work with uh, with you know abilities. You have to like claim on the map to be able to do special things. Buffs it's a very in involved. And, yeah. yeah, it's a very involved way of playing a first person shooter, which is what drew drew me in the Destiny. Like that was the final hook back in twenty fourteen when the Vault of Glass hit. I was like, oh my god, this is like no other shooter I've ever played in my entire life. You know, having Vault to work of Glass is together. literally
1: what what sold me. Right, mm-hmm. like because my friends had been playing Destiny. Like, I played the beta for Destiny, right? Like, you know, I'm playing what whatever that map was on the moon, where that PvP map on the moon was. Um, but like, oh, uh, God, was that last I light? The light? I think or... it had light in it. Yeah. It was the first well, light the or big last one. light, something the big like that. Yeah. 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 The big vehicle one. Um, but yeah, Vaults of Glass is what sold me, is mm-hmm. what made me want to play Destiny, was was doing the raid with my. with my buddies at the time, the guys on Xbox yep. that I had played with. And I it, was still so is the know, best content that destiny makes
0: for the record. I was playing destiny before it even released. <laughs> yeah, we get, all were. Somebody gave me a copy of destiny one, like a week before or two weeks before.
2: Oh, you mean like was, you're playing the release version of the game before? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I was Damn, I wonder
2: what Zero was selling week zero. Dude, you could have been hilarious with everybody.
0: There was nobody. cheap <laughs> horn baby, week zero. Yo, there was nobody in the server. Like, literally. Yeah, because yeah. nobody had, had
1: the game yet,
3: dude. I know.
0: <laughs> it was great. I was like, how am I fucking it's, playing this game a week before? That is act. yeah,
3: yeah. It
0: was great. I'm surprised uh, I you
3: logged into it.
2: That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you did it, so. You figured it out.
1: Um yeah so Deepstone crypt came out Deep uh Stone you, you guys did the uh you did your attempt right
2: mm-hmm. yeah me and uh how'd that go it went really 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 well we made it all the way to the final boss and spent a couple hours on the final boss and we were 17 hours in about 17 and a half when we decided to call it um but i'm convinced that we we could have gotten that day one, that day one clue. We're very, very, very no. close. Uh, we were one of the only teams that, um, that I know of in our immediate circles, because like, we all have different friends that were doing similar things, right? We were the only team of the teams that we were communicating with that made it to the end that were consistently getting the boss down to final stand. And this boss specifically has a very specific final stand mechanic where it's a very large chunk of his health and he's only damageable uh on his face and but he's this giant machine he's a giant alien riding like uh, a floating drone body you can think of right and, and the only thing that really hurts him is his face you have weapons that can make uh the area that damages him uh better right but we're all of course 30 power levels under the raid on day one because they cap your power to make it more challenging we're all under leveled uh we're figuring this out as we go there there's not a standardized way of doing damage to him and we're up against people not having like the full loadouts uh, from different, you know, sections of time over the year they played. Um, and we were doing really, really well. We were we were adapting. And in those moments, you can't necessarily go to, you know, like I just said, go to YouTube and watch Datto to tell you exactly how to do an encounter. You just have to kind of live with it and make a decision on the fly. And we were consistently getting him down to that final stand moment. And the problem with that is he is teleporting around the map nonstop. He spends me about five seconds in one space and will warp to somewhere else and once he's done that about six or seven times he wipes your team so if you can't make up that final like fifteen, ten, fifteen 10 15 percent of his health in that amount of time with him moving and zipping around then then you have to start the entire fight over again And, And, and like you
1: and like trip mentioned it's a larger chunk of health than it normally is for other raid bosses typically like final stand for other raid bosses is like you know, a, a tiny, tiny sliver of health that you need, yeah. to, you need to finish him with. This is like, it's a much larger chunk when you look yeah. at the bar in comparison. I can see, to it, other like,
2: I don't think it's like quite 20, but it's probably like 15% of his health, which is, yeah. which is a it's lot. A and chunk. like, to put that in, into perspective, every DPS phase we got the boss to, we, I think we had to, to like do DPS three times. So we were probably doing like 10% of his health ish, every main DPS phase. Mm-hmm. And there's like six or so when they chunk it out i'm not gonna get too in the weeds about it um but there were teams that would get to the end and then because of the weapons they had uh like maybe would panic beat him there's a gun called anarchy which is a grenade launcher but it sticks to enemies you can throw that on the boss and have it do like damage over time and those bolts will teleport with him anarchy was a great strat our team didn't have full anarchy not like that that's the fault but that's one other factor that could have made up some of that that uh dps at the end you know to, to solve for it um we so definitely had things we could iterate on and get closer and and you know we could have refined some things but uh, did the, it's
0: the team that completed it that day did they use the anarchy, me- anarchy me- method
2: uh i'm pretty sure they did okay. yeah
1: there was a lot of teams that beat it day one
2: this was also the the most cleared day one raid in destiny's history so which caused some easier? some uh yeah so this is a whole other conversation that happened because of this event and uh the perceived uh easier nature of it Uh, i do believe that the mechanics of this raid specifically are some of the easiest mechanics to learn and perform with a group
1: to to your credit though to your guys's credit easier easier is relative when you're not in it day one and you're trying to figure it out so once it's already figured out the raid is probably one of the easiest raids right like last night we did it and we cleared it in what 43
2: was, minutes trip Yeah, 40, no, 42 43 minutes 42 wow.
1: minutes right um mm-hmm. and that's like not speed running either like that was just 42 minutes of us just playing we could be, we could beat this raid in 35 minutes right um so it's easy once you know it but when you're in it and you're playing it and you're under light right like the mechanics are simple but the raid can be very hectic and each job is very, very important. So each player that is, is running a responsibility also needs to be playing extremely well on the day one aspect of it. So I think the, the, the ruckus that was caused was some of the top PvE players in the community were saying that it was too easy in comparison to other raids. Um, what, what's, but what, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. What, what's ultimately. faster?
0: What's faster? This raid or glitching Crota through the roof? <laughs> Where are you fucking... Run well, through the roof. Yeah. Uh, Crota. I think
1: Croto would probably still take you longer than this raid. Oh really? Even though is a glorified strike. But it yeah, I don't know. I don't we didn't even have really timers back then. So I'm yeah. not sure what a what a run of Croto would be. But in any yeah. case. Yeah, keep going,
2: Trip. I'm sorry. It's no, it's good. Um but long story short, we were able to to iterate and learn and and get an incredible workflow just down to that final moment. But unfortunately, that's that's the only thing that really matters to get that to get that W for the day one. Um, and then once some of the hours kind of like go on a little bit, we decided to call it um, and get our rest. Well, seventeen, and seventeen and a half hours of of doing the same
1: raid is a lot. Like I was mm-hmm. super. I watched a, a ton of your guys' stream. I was super impressed with how far you got. Like. You know, I would click on your stream and then some other team and they would be, you know, a a bunch of steps behind yeah, you guys. There so was, like, um, um, I was super impressed with how far you guys got day one, a thousand
2: percent. I know it's disappointing to not complete, but oh, like, yeah, for sure. you guys, no, did, you guys I'm, did great. I'm very proud of us and, and our entire team for what we did, because there were teams that that played almost as long as we did and could not get past the second encounter. That's where a lot of teams hit a bottleneck. The the second encounter of this raid, and this is gonna get a little spoilery because it's a very, very cool moment. This raid takes place up on a space station that we never knew existed, up above this planet of Europa. And the second encounter, cool. you literally go from the planet's surface in a lab up into the space station on little pods. And that was like one of the big reveal moments of playing this raid. Um, and you have to split your team between like the planet side and the, and the space side in the space station. And the the mechanics of that fight are a little obtuse. And caught a lot of people off guard with how you have to damage the boss. Because the, da- the boss itself is split into multiple replications of himself. And you have to like use a mechanic to see which one is the right one to hit. Well, everyone was assuming when you first started this that you would just kind of like play this game for a little bit. And then, like so many other times in Destiny, everyone would disappear, and the one real one would show up, and you'd just wham on him with your guns or swords or or whatever the fuck, right? It turns out you have to do your main DPS to this boss in small little chunks every time you force one of these phases to, to find the real one of him hiding out in these big space stations. So that was something that people that kind of struggled with, like that idea of of small chunking the DPS over time instead of, like, one very well-defined, oh, we've done the thing X number of times, now is main hurt time on the boss. So that threw people off, along with another, like, white mechanic that had to be tossed in there for good measure. So that was, like, a big stopping point for a lot of teams, that second encounter.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely the hardest encounter of the entire raid. Um, it's the most things to juggle, and it's not it's not the traditional sense of, as you just mentioned, like, just bullet-sponge boss. It is, you have to juggle a lot of mechanics and, and the third encounter as well, you juggle a lot, but this one actually, I think is, is harder to complete than the third encounter. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we're going to say Felix.
0: Locke, you said something earlier, incredibly casually that I didn't know was a thing. So you're saying now when you do a raid, there's a raid timer that times it for you. I, no i mean you can you there's now a raid report website that pulls the data oh, for, the raid for you i thought maybe mm-hmm. like destiny was starting to provide a timer in the raid just so you could see
1: not for the raid yet there are timers and other activities though in other end game activities they now time you um awesome. but not for the raid yet um neo the one thing that i would Boston say Boston it, having an rage timer too though right <laughs> Yep. Um. Yes. Yes. No. So I'm not saying it every... leads
0: to a consequence. I'm saying a timer that helps you count how many hours into the game you uh-huh. are.
1: No, you'd have to go to the website to to look but it up. So the average they're... Joe, the average Joe wouldn't wouldn't know to go there. But they also might not be raiding because the the number of players that still get to raid is super low, and the number of players that complete the raid is also very low. So it seems normal to us because we complete it all the time. But like for the masses, it's not normal to get into the raid and to complete it. And I think that's why trip is is so into doing raid help. Diamond is so into doing raid help because there's such a large group of people that play this game that never get to experience the raid. Coincidentally, um, Nick from PHL collective texted me and this was the first raid that he got to do. He's played destiny for years.
2: That's super cool. Oh, wow. He's played played destiny
1: for years, like on and off, like not, not as much as we have. And he texted me the other day in the morning and was like me and my buddies started the raid at ten o'clock at night, and I went to bed at five thirty, and we didn't finish <laughs> it yet, right like they didn't they didn't finish the the last encounter, they didn't beat the boss mm-hmm. encounter yet. Are they doing a um,
2: blind like figure it out run
1: they are yeah that's he was cool. also he that's was really also cool.
2: at contest level,
1: so he was getting smashed at the final encounter. that's part of the reason why they stopped was because he was you know he couldn't they yep. couldn't like do it with him being so low, which again is a testament to how well you guys did all being on the contest modifier but um i thought it was super cool because he's told me many times that he's always wanted to raid and could never get a group together and it just goes to show that there are plenty of players that play destiny that don't get to experience a raid so the the sherpa things that you and diamond do are super important to the community um because you know those players otherwise wouldn't get to do it um and i think give back bro I think Neo, you as someone that enjoys raiding doesn't like all the other bullshit that comes with Destiny. This is a raid that I think you would thoroughly enjoy. For for just setting and tone alone, I think you would you would absolutely mm. love it.
2: So Yeah, it's it's it's, tell it's, me incredible. That. it's incredible.
1: Don't feel the need to purchase the game or grind out in order to raid, but I do think above any recent raid that I've done with you that this would probably be one of your favorites.
3: And so like, the one yes. game I I'd agree. The I'd one agree game on I did test test my keyboard on was actually Destiny Two. I booted it up, mm. played the opening mission to Beyond Light. Is that what it was called? Beyond Light? Yep. Yep. Yeah, they, they give you they give you like this like intro prolog uh prologue mission. Oh, you mean um uh the
2: new light quest, like as for like for a brand new player. Did you do that?
3: No, no. It was the beginning of the DLC and then like well, when the mission deal, ended oh. it was like no, I don't have the DLC. But when the mission ended, it was like, okay, if you want to continue this story, oh, by the by the expansion, they give yeah. you the
1: first mission for free as like a teaser. The,
3: yeah, I, they give I, you the first
0: one. I thought Destiny yeah. was moving. I thought Destiny had plans to move over to a uh, like a free model. Where... Well, they do have they, a free. They model. is yeah. They do have a free. They, model. they is yeah, You don't get
1: to you don't get to raid for free.
0: Oh, but you if don't you get want to the... raid, you have to buy the DLC, you have to buy the content. So what is the mm-hmm. free model? The Beyond Light's free and then any extra mm-hmm. shit. About... No, Beyond
1: Light is the paid content. Oh, that you're saying
0: the game itself the... is free now? Yeah. That's the there's, first there's a, there's story. A, a, yeah,
3: yeah, part one of the story is right.
0: Yeah got it
2: i mean i honestly i I would love to make an account and dive in there to see what you actually get because a lot of the content that was part of the free-to-play game was scooped out with this with this vaulting they did when the game came out so Mm -hmm. you would get i don't know man you would have a couple random planets but like you would need i wonder if you get forsaken is that i wonder if that's free now
1: uh, I think you do because I was reading a critique about how bad the be, the uh, new light experience is for players that are trying to catch up on Forsaken.
2: Mm. Um, I, oh, was, I think I saw a, a screenshot, thread. probably around some similar though, where they like they tell you to go to the blind well, but they have this like this I did map see icon that that's yes. nowhere oh, yeah. near where you yeah. walk into the blind they well.
1: They don't show you where to go. <laughs> okay. like, they don't help you understand where the blind well is. You need to Google it. But um, it, it honestly, like at- time and time again, man, like. And I've been a huge, huge person that's been critical of Destiny over the past like six months because I haven't really played it. Um, And I still am critical of some of the things that are not good. There's plenty of good that came out in Beyond Light. But I will say that this raid and doing it with six friends again is is incredible. It really is. Um, Like last night, (laughs) I was playing by myself and these guys were raiding. I literally got in bed.
3: And one He was in bed. I was
1: literally in I was literally in bed. And um I had just gotten bed and Crow texts me and he goes, uh, trying to raid. And I was like I was like I was like, no man, I'm putting my pants on. I was like, no, was like, I was like, no, I'm I'm in bed. And then Diamond texts me, and Diamond's like, uh, it's only gonna take 30 minutes, dude. We're gonna beat it in thirty minutes. And I was like, there's no way we're gonna beat it in thirty minutes. And I was like, fine whatever i got out of bed i got put yep. it up the pc again got in there and then we, we did a 42 minute run which was which
2: um, was not far off of 30 minutes but it's um, funny because because Locke was like we well, you have you have 45 from this moment and we beat it at the 45th minute
1: i'm literally literally i we get into yeah. the raid. and i'm like fine i will give you guys 45 minutes yeah if we don't beat it in 45 minutes i'm gonna go to bed because i, I need think to go to bed.
2: diamond was excited i think that was uh, that might have been the fastest time that he's cleared it on because he's been doing a lot of console helps and like I don't want to disparage my console friends out there. It's an amazing, comfortable way to play the game. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little hard. They're, they're making mm. this content in Destiny pretty demanding, and I don't know how I would survive if I only played on console anymore. Right. I truly don't. Mm. I can't why I'm move, not playing. To move. I can move on a PC <laughs> with a keyboard and a mouse <laughs> with a controller. <laughs> Just cannot. Yeah. Not.
3: Well, here, guys, I'll, I'll tell you what. I don't have any other games to play right now. I beat my PS5 games cyberpunk is out in a week i will make it my weekend game i can get beyond light play it i'll grind up as whatever i need and so you can, just need to get to you, if you you if you just
1: want to experience the raid like if you just want to do the raid and maybe do it a couple of times and then put the game down unless something else big happens that we don't know about you don't have to do that much grinding Ooh. to get to the point for for us to bring you through the raid so you could play it my point is, you could play it on the weekends and not make it a thing if you just want to experience the raid. Because all you need to get to is to to the 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 new base power is ten fifty, right? The new soft mm-hmm. cap is twelve hundred, which is where you get to naturally by playing the story. It, I, trust me, you get okay, there. Okay. You, it's not hard to get there. And then twelve twenty mm-hmm. is the minimum you need to be at to survive in the raid um so you you could get there and then put it down after you raid a couple of times um but i can tell you that i've done if we raid tonight which we might it will probably be my like fifth raid and i am not bored or tired or any of that yet Um, and i'm someone that gets bored of the raids pretty early on and quickly um so it's definitely it's definitely a worthwhile investment if you want to experience that content for sure
2: it was a great time. It was I a great experience do doing the uh, doing the day one stuff, and uh, I'm excited to do it again because the next one's Vault of Glass, and I would love I, that
1: would be a very meaningful day one clear for, dude, for Vault of Glass. Crow keeps saying it, and I know he's only messing around, but no, he's, I, he's, I, not,
2: he's not. No. He will pay. He will pay for a babysitter. <laughs> yeah, Crow,
1: Crow tells me goes last night. He goes, "I will pay for someone to watch your child for." one week <laughs> while you play destiny with us so you can get to the right power oh my so you god day one raid with us and i'm like yeah. you say that and it sounds super simple but it's way more complicated than that but i do like i you know i i um i kind of regretted not putting the time in to try and do the day one um so i think potentially for the next raid that i may try and make my life plausible to actually do it. I don't know if I will yeah, be able to, yeah. but
2: um, there's one to do it. it's, you know, Vault of th-
1: Glass. Yeah, and it being Vault of Glass also makes it even more meaningful to want to do that again like day 1.
3: You know what I mean? If, if I get beyond light, do I get Vault of Glass? Yes.
1: I think so. I think
3: so. Cool. Yeah, I don't think they would that I just copy on light.
2: Never put a raid out that's locked behind season only content. Correct. I would feel mm-hmm. pretty confident that you would get that with with beyond light the season's like like 10 bucks so like yeah and the the
1: cool thing locked out the cool thing about this season is this season is now continuing your story from forsaken right so all we did back in the actual story of forsaken is now coming to fruition with this season which is a lot of time in between yeah, and a some lot of, of the story in Forsaken is some of the best storytelling they've done. Um, and we're now starting to see the continuation of a character um, that we've been wondering about for a long time. And I'm not someone that dives into the lore. I don't read the books. I barely follow some of the things that are happening. But this one is so huge that, like, it's super intriguing to find out more as it happens. Um, and it's this slow drip feed content. It's not like a major DLC thing. Each week a little bit more gets told. Um so for ten bucks it's certainly worth you know this this extra content. But as trip mentioned, he makes a good point that I don't think that they would lock a raid behind a season. They would lock it behind a DLC and there's no we're not gonna get a major DLC launch like this again, at least for another year. So yeah.
3: um cool. Yeah. I just got it. I just got Beyond Light. So Hey. And and I'm again, like, we can weekend. Yeah, we can easily like I have a
1: third character I haven't run, so I could run the story with you if you wanted or run it on another character. Like we could easily get you through that super quick. Um, and the other really cool thing, which I'm sure Trip has already talked about before we we go in, because we I'm sure we're running really long on this episode already, um, is the new subclass is incredible. Like stasis oh, as a new subclass is fucking amazing. Um, so you're, you're going to love yeah. that no matter what character, no matter what class you play on, all of the char- all of the new stasis abilities are are out of control. Um they're super also, cool. So
2: yeah, they've shifted the customization of your class in a large way as well. So right now, pre-stasis, you are picking one of three trees for each of your elemental choice, right? Like every character has three elements you can choose from, and each element has like three three builds that are pre-done for you. They each have, you know, four different skills that work together, and you just choose what we call top tree, middle tree, or bottom tree. For stasis. Uh, of course, every class has their unique ultimate ability, their, their super ability, but you can actually uh, earn through quests different little pieces. They call them aspects. Some uh, pieces are called fragments. You use your aspects and fragments together to swap out and customize your own builds of your subclasses. You can change these on the fly once you've earned them to make your abilities work in different ways. And there's no just trees you choose. You do all of your own class and ability building, which is yeah. very cool.
1: It's very cool. Yeah, they're definitely leaning into the build aspect of your characters in ways that they never have before, both with mods and then now with your with your new um with your new ability tree. And it's it's so in-depth that like I don't have it all unlocked yet. As someone that can't play as much as the other guys, like I don't haven't finished all of the quests to unlock everything for the tree, right? Mm-hmm. Um so you know, and there's so that just means that there's even more content for you to grind out. In terms of unlocking your, you know, your full ability class, uh, but just the initial thing that you get, the initial stasis abilities you unlock is still super cool. Everything about it—the design, the animations, the sound, the actual abilities themselves—how amazing they are inside the content. It's it's a great addition to the game. Way better, I think, than when the the new abilities came out the last time, like when we got the hunter, you know, when we got the stormcaller, the when third we special yeah. third Aid, class, yeah, the third tree, yeah. Um, this is mm-hmm. way more impactful and yeah. way cooler, in my opinion.
2: You um, really feel like the space magic element of things with this expansion, more oh, so. Oh, for sure. Yeah,
1: really leaning into the space magic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Dude, I love time, space and I love magic. When you yeah, the next time that when you're gonna boot it up the first time, man, just just at at in Destiny chat, and I'm sure there'll be people playing. Um,
3: tomorrow, tomorrow that. night. Let's see. I think tomorrow night would be a good time to boot that up. Dope. Nice. Cool. thinking about it thinking about it um yeah to destiny destiny Hell yeah um oh we are running a little long um before we close out I guess because we're gonna I guess that's the episode right guys <laughs> I, in a week Cyberpunk 2077 comes out and I have a very fun list here of things that have happened in the time that this game was announced Let's that we it. will be playing next week I think it's are like, you ready it's a cream. long it's a great idea. Give us some highlights. It's, it's awesome. I'm going to give you the highlights because it's pretty long. All right. Two Resident Evil remakes. Both The Last of Uses. Wait, wait, wait. We got to stop. We can't just go through this whole thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: so Why don't you last, start right,
3: big one? Last of Us 1 and 2.
0: Both Why don't you
1: of start it?
3: chronologically? 20, 20, 2012 and 2020, yeah.
2: Wow. Right. Dude, I, <laughs> I forgot that... The 2012 was the first like,
0: yeah. I don't teaser.
2: Yeah, it was the
0: picture. It was the title
3: Yeah, the mantis blades out of her arm, getting shot on the street. Right? No, that was not in
0: 2012.
3: That was that was that was 2013. Oh, 2013. Okay. 2012 was the title teaser, the announcement that they were making the game. Yeah, and the next year I... we got the we got the Mantis Arm Girl. Yeah, I don't think I knew in 2012 that it was happening.
0: No, I didn't even know. Right, I didn't, I didn't know until I was doing this podcast. Yeah, 2013,
1: <laughs> like like the image, the still image, is when I knew. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. no, 2012 I, seemed it wasn't even the still early.
0: image. Because the still image came out in 2013. I wasn't even doing the podcast then. It wasn't until somebody animated like a cool. They took that the art from that still. And took you know that animation where you can take pieces of a still image and make it seem three dimensional?
3: That's yeah, what they yeah. did.
0: And they animated it and this was probably in twenty fourteen or fifteen. Um it might have even been mm-hmm. C D Project Red that did the animate that animated mm-hmm. that, that took their own right. still because it looked like the bullets were like coming out of the still image. Right, 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 right. Right. It mm-hmm. almost made it look three D. Um mm it was like a trail right that they came damn out with.
1: that that blew my mind i'm sorry keep going on the list that both of those games <laughs> yeah, it's coming okay. out is um,
3: wild yeah oh wait for it It gets better uh two rockstar open world games two dark souls three gears of war 11 call of duties
0: <laughs> 11
3: <laughs> 11 does, does, does it name all of them what is the first one it doesn't say doesn't it doesn't oh God. it doesn't say Nine Assassin's Creed's. Right. <laughs> two God of War games, including the new one, the, new, the newest one. Uh, two Uncharted's. Two Devil May Cry's. All three Watchdog games. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: two, two games and one demo from, from Kojima. If, if they didn't push back the Cyberpunk, <laughs> would it have been three Watchdogs games or just two?
3: No, no, it would have been just two because it was supposed to come out in the beginning of this year. Yeah, both are April, April, or April or
2: Watchdogs Legion, but now um, it's, uh, December or November, then December, honestly. Jesus,
3: uh, yeah, the dude got the list gets better. Um, one, The Last Guardian, <laughs> the announcement that Final Fantasy versus 13 becomes 15, and then it launched. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, Kingdom Kingdoms, Kingdoms. The announcement what? Kingdom and it, say the prologue. Again.
0: Go ahead. Say that again about Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy
3: Versus 13, which was the original title of 15, became 15 and then launched. Yeah, which it was, was a, a game world? that was also in development hell. Yeah. Yeah. Development hell. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, the announcement and launch of Shenmue 3. Mm. The announcement and launch of Final Fantasy 7 Remake two fallouts four battlefields uya was born and then died who <laughs> i love that one the uya what's the uya console the android uya console do you remember this thing no. oh yes yeah yes. yeah it was like a, it was a tiny cube, Android like, cube. Right, right, you I, can remember
2: the way your mom tells you, "Oh, you did this thing as a baby." Don't you remember?
0: Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it came out, it came that's and went. The energy I had with that. Um, <laughs> all right, now okay, it gets better from here. There were two World Cups, the entire Star Wars new trilogy,
0: uh, oh, wow, Crash Bandicoot. That's, came.
3: Big. that's yeah, big. all three films. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot came out, was remastered, got another reboot of the racing spinoff and a mainline sequel. Six Yakuza's. Two Popes. Two Popes. Two two Popes. Two Popes, yeah. Two Popes. (laughs) Two Spider-Man reboots happened in theaters. There were three Avengers movies. The Death of the Wii U and Birth of the Switch. The launch of the PlayStation 4 and 5. Xbox One and Series launch. Stadia's birth. Okay, then he gets ridiculous. Stadia's birth and its future death. Uh, Attack on Titan, the anime, was launched in its first season, and now this year the final season begins. The week of the of the cyberpunk launch and Skyrim came out on the fridge. That's that's the list. <laughs> I'm, I, I skipped a few things, but. Like it's a pretty, it's pretty great
2: analyst. The entirety of Destiny's whole experience is, is within that time frame as well, yeah. based yeah. on the year. Yeah, like
3: I, oh, it
1: is, it is. I, um, yeah. I don't really know if we have if we have time to expand upon it, but like, there's some really funny things in there. But then, like, when you really analyze and think about, this is all they've done. Yeah, this game is all they've done for this amount of time. Well, and there were 11 well, Call
0: of No, duties. the witch, the Witcher's in there.
3: Hang on. The Witcher 3 came out and all of its expansions. Sure, and,
0: but like... Witcher 2 mm-hmm. as well, or when did that come out? I'm
2: sure there was still a team working on this game. Right,
0: there's still, yeah, there's still, like, like
2: the, the right. studio
1: needs to be, like, they didn't just put a title out there and not have anything in development. But so I guess think, my, my point, right. my point is, is that, like, even if they're working, even if they're releasing Witcher in the DLCs, 11 Call of Duties came out. Two, oh, yeah. both Last of Us came out, which are incredible games. Like mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's it's wild to think about. That this is what they've done. And
3: this, this is, is this is their their magnum opus right here. They've been working on this thing. This there there is and it's weird. This,
2: this game is either going to be the it, greatest game of all time or the biggest pile of shit. There's no
3: way for this thing. Oh. There's no in between. The middle. There's no well, in between. Another thing. One thing that wasn't on this list, Star Citizen has continued to be in development throughout the life of this production. Of I'm looking at the
2: RSI launcher right
3: now, my desktop. Before <laughs> and after the announcement of this when game, did Star, Star Citizen is still in development. When did Star Citizen start? Oh, Star Citizen. Looking at well, the up. current
1: status of Star. You know what? I don't want to get into that right now.
3: It's yeah, that's another episode it's, it's for playable. sure. It's not real. It's not <laughs> it's real. <yet>. It's playable. <laughs> it's playable i am tempted to reinstall it now that i have the 3080 you know what i mean like i want to see it i want to see what that looks like uh I let's see what's that, the i'm not gonna click on it development started in 2012 the, stu- the studio was founded in 2012 mm. pre-production began in 2010 using CryEngine 3 yeah so that's about when it started and mm-hmm. they switched off that, that. i think yeah, the game's a mess. We're—I don't know if we're ever going to see Star Citizen. I'm sad. I think sad, they have but, no you know. idea
1: what they're doing, but that's fine. Um, yeah, it's—it's it's crazy. You, you don't have studios like CD Project Red anymore, man.
3: You just—you just—they're just pumping out games. Yeah, they're making yeah any game that they're putting their entire, their entire thing is in—is into this. Weight behind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a good way to put it, right? Like, so yeah, to your point, like, yeah, it's a good call out that. You know, Witcher Three is coming out, and the DLCs are coming out. But like, you know, that team's getting smaller to shift their focus to their next property, and then that next property yep. eats away for almost a decade—almost a decade worth of development to create the next property. multiple but, delays, multiple delays. Which is like, which? We do always. We've said it each time it comes out. Cool, take your time. You,
0: you forgot. You time. forgot one thing that came out in that time period. You forgot what's it's that? Really important thing. The Gwent game. I said Fallout. Oh. I, the, like, I said two Fallouts. The Gwent game. The entirety
1: game. Uh, of The Crown came out during this as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. It. All of The Crown has come out during this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, think... I, I agree with Trip wholeheartedly. This game is either going to be the end all be all of video games or it's going to fucking, it's going to flop. It's going to be hard. bad. It, 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 has, it, has, wonder... it has no way to be anywhere in between. They that this is what they've created for themselves, and it's not a bad place for them to be. But this is no. this is what they've created for themselves. Witcher Three was a critical and overwhelming success, and I, this is the follow up okay. to that, which is settle, which in yeah. itself is yeah is difficult, and then it's also a oh, a near decade long development of a video game. I,
3: my guess is this will f- maybe reach some sort of Skyrim status of game where it becomes a game that people just end up playing forever. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out on your fridge one year right. because you just right. can do that. You know, like it, it just becomes that game that people can replay in different ways because yeah. Skyrim offers that type of experience. You know what I mean? Like it, it offers, I can play like this and do these stories. And that's my guess. My guess it becomes a Skyrim like, Classic in the making.
0: So I could be, right now, I could be yeah, a shopkeeper yeah. <laughs> in Night City selling drugs or something? Of course Maybe. you can. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I'll be, Maybe. A, I'll be a shopkeeper. We, we already know
3: DLC is coming out for it eventually. They already, they're not telling you what it, what it is yet, but they have more expansions planned. They also have a multi, multiplayer expansion planned, which will be like a standalone product. It's not going to be... What's... It's going to be like separate from the game.
1: I'm, I'm honestly upset that
3: we I'm know there's new ha- no, no 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 no
1: i was gonna say i'm honestly yeah. upset that i'm not gonna have new hardware to play this game like i almost yeah. wish i had a console like a like but a next-gen console
3: the console version the upgrade version won't be ready until like early next year like oh. the optimized versions yeah they're not at launch they're interesting they're just they're, they'll be playing it at 60 frames per second but the visuals won't be enhanced yeah uh, for the new
1: like i, I almost not that i can get my hands on any of the hardware that i want but i like almost don't you know, or you left screen, I, had a, I had a third 3080 for you man yeah i know i i honestly i was uh, what's coincidentally hilarious is i'm about to sell my amd stock that i made a ton of money on on a whim Hell. one night that we were recording the podcast And it's not really a ton of money is 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 a little bit of an exaggeration enough to buy some of the hardware that i want um so i was ready to pull the trigger on that and i'm like wait i can't even get i can't get the processor that i want i can't get the gpu that i want the only thing i can get that i need is the is the motherboard i can't get any of the other hardware that i actually want which is disappointing but um mm-hmm. yeah it's like i uh, yeah there's so much there's so much hype surrounding this game so much
2: it's got um, two options and that's it
1: yeah there are two options that's Airbait. it There there will be people that will say it's the greatest game of all time, regardless of how bad it is. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's so big. But... Fuck, man. I'm almost scared for them, to be honest with you.
3: It's also weird. It's unfortunate because next week, which actually what we can talk about... Oh, no, we can't because it's Thursday. Mm -hmm. Game Awards is next week, I believe. Um, But, unfortunately, because of its delay, it is not in the running for Game of the Year this year. So next year whatever comes out next year is running up against cyberpunk like if it is if it is that that good yeah maybe a powerhouse you know what i mean and it sucks because this year we got last of us 2 we that's got a, final that's... fantasy 7 remake ghost of tsushima these really powerhouse of a ga- of games like came out this year and cyberpunk cyberpunk missed it we won't
0: know yeah that's one hell of a comedian we will never to follow. know yeah. did you guys hear me that's one hell of a comedian to follow <laughs> yeah you know yeah I don't know if you do. That's like the Dave Chappelle. That's the Dave Chappelle of like video games, right? If it's that good. Well, we don't know yet. No, if it's that good. good.
3: But here's... this every time this game got delayed and announced its new release date, games that were like being released in the vicinity of that game were like, "Nah, dog, we're delaying our game. We're moving our date." Like happened like for multiple, multiple games. like Like. they just like, no, we're getting out of the way of, of cyberpunk. We don't want to be in that release window at all. Like, damn. Because regardless, that- regardless if it's a flop or not, everyone
1: will play that game. So it, it doesn't matter if it's great. If you're going up against it, your sales will suffer. And that's the only thing that really matters at the end of the day for most of these play- companies, right? Is sales okay. is units sold. So if, if, you know, game X comes out against cyberpunk and I can only buy one. It ain't going to be Game X no matter what it is. It's going to be Cyberpunk, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. Um, yeah, it's, cr- it's honestly crazy that it's next week. Like I didn't realize how soon it was until I was on Twitter today, and I realized that it was next week already, which is crazy. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, man.
2: I am very excited for it. So, we'll On see. that note, uh, this,
0: let's I'm end de- this bad de- boy. Yeah. It's play,
2: been a long gonna, one, boys. I'm going to
0: pause 2010's Mafia 2 to play Cyberpunk. Good job, man. Good job. <laughs> do, do it. Do it. Um, all right, I'll sign us out. Uh, I've been Neo Yoshi.
3: Thank you for joining us tonight. You can follow me at Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter, uh, Twitch TV slash Neo Yoshi. I will be back streaming Cyberpunk, the game we were just talking about. Maybe I'll pop on for this Destiny game that I'll be, you know, this little game that I've been this little game updated. But uh, yeah, I'll be back streaming that. Um Be sure to follow us, uh Emerging Gamer, on Twitter, YouTube, and all podcast services of your choosing. You'll find it. You'll find it. If You just Google it. You'll you'll subscribe there. It'll yeah, be good. It's it's real easy. Just do Click it. Click the link. We're hundred. We're really close to a hundred on YouTube. So if you guys are listening to this still, go out into YouTube. Stop. Pull your car over. Give it a on subscribe. The side of the road, highway, and just subscribe on YouTube. Get our stuff it. there. It's great. It's good stuff. Do uh, trip uh thanks
2: for listening everyone i am trip zero you guys can find me on twitch.tv slash trip zero tv um my goal is to get through the story of watchdogs legion before cyberpunk 2077 comes out because i will be playing that on that thursday 1000 million percent that'll be uh my perceived main stream game going forward but like i said if you know it's it's kind of two options either going to be the best game of all time or a steaming pile of shit so um we'll find out obviously firsthand what the experience is like but i'm very excited for it i don't expect to have a terrible time with this game with how much time they put into it as we talked about at the end of the show um but yeah I'll be watchdogs legion and some destiny 2 maintenance stuff throughout the week probably on the later end of the nights and you can find me uh twitch.tv slash trip zero tv and all my socials are the same trip zero tv very easy to find Someone next, Felix.
0: This is Felix Sargood. Uh, you can catch me Felix Sargood, on Twitch. Felix Sargood, on Twitter. I haven't gone live in a while and I don't know fucking when due to my job, but, uh, Hey, you know, I'm out there. Hey, fucking you say know, say hi, you know, <laughs> <laughs> say hi, reach out.
1: Uh, this is Lock and key. You can find me on Twitter at lock underscore key. Um, I mentioned it before, but I have some plans. Um, to go back going live in 2021 i'm doing some some work um for for my future channel um and i think i'm going to try and um make a comeback to to streaming at least somewhat so uh for right now just follow me on twitter um if i ever did go live and do some test streams it would happen on twitter uh you would know there first so at lock underscore key thanks for listening See see ya The last off-topic it's thing i will say related to, to TV <laughs> is: um, I feel like you need to watch Gangs of London if you have not started
0: it already. That sounds good? I'm add that to the queue right add now. It,
1: add it to the list. AMC Plus if you're a uh, subscriber to it.
0: Oh, it's on AMC.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Did one not know the, the
2: AMC had a plus. One you of the
1: um, the the main character is the second oldest brother from
0: uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh God, fucking uh, Joe. Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. What's Joe's last name? Blinder. He's <laughs> he's related to Michael. <laughs> <laughs>